Today, I want us to finish looking at Acts chapter 16 as we wrap up our time this week, thinking about what the joy of the Lord is and how His joy in us should be seen and shared through us. In this passage today, we see how the Lord used Paul's rejoicing, even in the worst of circumstances, to lead others to Jesus and find the true joy of the Lord in their lives, in Christ. Listen to Acts chapter 16, verses 26 through 31. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds unfastened. When the jailer awoke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for the lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said to him, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. What an incredible encouragement, reminding us that God often uses our joy in the worst of circumstances to draw others to Jesus. I can't think of many circumstances that would be worse than where Paul and Silas found themselves, in a Roman jail. However, even there they were praying and they were singing hymns to God. And and remember, other prisoners were listening. Their worship was a witness. And the Lord used their witness not only in the lives of the other prisoners who stayed there with them, but in the life of at least one Roman guard. The guard was sure that he would be executed for allowing the prison break, but Paul stopped him from taking his own life. No doubt, after seeing the fruit of joy in the worship of Paul and Silas, the jailer jailer fell before them and was led to ask them, how can I be saved? They told him, believe in Jesus. Not only would the Lord save him, but the Lord would use his witness to save his family. Let's be honest. There's nothing special about rejoicing when there's a reason in our circumstance to rejoice. If the LSU Tigers are winning, then there's a reason reason in Tiger Stadium for the crowd to be excited and for things to get loud. But what about if they're really losing? They're getting stomped. And there's a reason that the stadium is emptying and the crowds are quiet and you hear more talking than shouting. Rejoicing when everyone would normally rejoice doesn't stand out. But rejoicing when others normally don't rejoice does. This type of rejoicing can't be made up or manufactured if it's rejoicing in the Lord. But when it's produced by the Holy Spirit in our lives, it stands out for a reason. God often uses our joy in the worst of circumstances to draw others to Jesus. Today. Let me ask that question connected to Piper's definition of joy. Do you have a good feeling deep in your soul that's produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes you to see the beauty of Christ in his word and in the world? This is one way that the Lord produces the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And that fruit 
looks good to the world that is desperate for hope and desiring of true joy. Spend time today praying for God to produce joy in your life that He'll use to draw others to Jesus. And as you encounter things that would seek to rob you of that joy, focus on Jesus. Rejoice in the Lord always. And tell others about Him. Invite others to believe in Him.